Welcome to summer. We are moving around a little bit more slowly in the Missouri State High School Activities Association offices as a very busy spring season has concluded. We have wrapped up the 22-2023 school year, which means the end of our 2022-2023 championship season. So we're going to spend a few episodes here recapping what happened with our activities and our sports in the spring season. And today, joining me is Marty Marsh, the Assistant Executive Director in charge of the activity for speech, debate, and theater, as well as Jason West, who's our Director of Communications, but also a speech, debate, and theater connoisseur. Uh, he has a lot of expertise in this area, and while he would likely be helping as a function of his job anyway, Jason has a, a real interest in this area, and his expertise has been very helpful, I know, to Marty, but also the state as, as we administer this activity. So welcome to both of you. Thank you. Thank you very much. So let's kind of recap where we were and what were the dates for our speech, debate, and theater state championship. Marty, dates and places. So we were at Missouri State University in Springfield, Missouri. That was April the 20th through the 22nd and just certainly had an outstanding championship, had some great performances by both individuals and schools. Just a, just a wonderful weekend. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and we actually, we, we, we call it speech, debate, and theater, but it's actually kind of in two buckets. It's speech and debate, the 17 events right. for speech and debate. And so we kind of call that speech. And then the other bucket is theater, where we have two activities there, reader's theater and the one-act performances. So we actually have what we call the sweepstakes champion in those two areas. We have our speech sweepstakes champion, which what we would call the state champion, right, in speech and debate. That's correct. And then we have the state champion in theater. So Marty, how about you tell us the sweepstakes champions in speech and theater? So in speech, we had Willard High School that finished first. Ray Peck finished second. In debate, because we separate those. We, okay. have a, yep, yep. we have a speech sweepstakes winner, and then we have a debate sweepstakes winner. Uh, in debate, we had a tie between Blue Spring South and Pembroke Hill. Certainly, uh, as you recognize, there are four different schools, which is really outstanding. And then when we look at our Reader's Theater component of that, as you talked about, there are two segments or two components of uh, theater, one being Reader's Theater. Ray Peck won the state championship in Reader's Theater for the ninth time, followed by Liberty in second. And in one-act plays, we had Park Hill South and the runner-up being Ray Peck. Okay. So. And we're going to come back to those, those Reader's Theater and one-act results a little bit later and talk a little bit about maybe some of those schools. How many different schools were represented in our state speech, debate, and theater championships this year? So we had 113 different schools in the entire competition, 745 students that were participating in that weekend. I can tell you of the theater portion of that, we had 13 different schools represented in each Reader's Theater and one act. So, And as we discussed in the preview for this championship, right now everything's in one class. So while the, the names of the schools you read on the kind of the sweepstakes championships were among our larger schools. We have students represented from very small to very large. 
Jason, you you mentioned something. So we have we have 17 total events in speech and debate, and you mentioned something that you discovered about the individual winners in those events. Right. We have 17 overall events. That includes the speech events, the debate events, uh, as well as one act and, and readers theater. Of those 17 this year, 12 champions were the first time that that school had won that event and hadn't really seen that in the past several years. But to, to have, you know, 12 different schools winning a, an event for the first time, I, I think goes a long way to the, the parity as we discussed across the state and all of the events, not just particular speaking events or debate events or theater events. That's a big number. It is a big number. You mentioned two individuals who qualified for the finals in three events, which is the maximum a student could qualify in. Rarely happens, but we had two that qualified in two. And the schools where they were from. Yeah, we had uh, Elijah Hicks from Seneca down in the southwest part of the state almost uh, Oklahoma, and uh, Cooper Zumwalt from Fair Grove, which is also <laughs> in the southwest part of the state by Springfield. Uh, both of those individuals qualified for the finals in three different events. And Elijah, for instance, was in the dramatic interp, humorous interp, and duet finals. So three separate acting events that run the gamut of emotions. While Cooper was in humorous interp as well, uh, he was also in one of the newer events in informative speaking, and he was also in storytelling. So that's a, a very, very nice accomplishment for those two young men to have qualified all three of their events and, and gone to finals. And being new to directing speech, debate, and theater, I can tell you this is a, a huge achievement because that doesn't happen very often. And to be in the finals of three different events is just truly amazing. So we want to certainly recognize those two individuals. And from schools, much smaller schools. Much um, smaller schools. And, and it's unbelievable is really what it is. Since you talked about parody, Jason, I want to go back to this Reader's Theater piece. Ray Pick wins for the ninth time. And you mentioned, and Liberty was second. It's kind of a two-horse race at this point. Is that correct? <laughs> it really is. The The last six champions in, in Reader's Theater have either been Ray Moore Peculiar or Liberty. There are a few schools. Nixa is also in, in that mix. They made the finals this year. Those three schools were also in the finals last year. Willard is another school that has a very strong theater program as well and, and is always in the mix in, in either Reader's Theater or One Act. But in particular, Reader's Theater, Ray Peck and, and Liberty have, have really owned up the last several years. So on the one side, with with kind of the speech events and maybe a few of the debate events, we're seeing more parity. Twelve schools winning an event for the first time in their history gives us a sense that the activity is showing some kind of growth and diversity. And then we have on, on the theater side, especially when we talk about Reader's Theater, and, and you know, you mentioned Willard, I believe they, they won the one-act plays. It's a little bit the same schools every year. So, and I know the advisory committee has been talking about the need to grow theater. And there's, we're not going to get into the, the specifics, but there are some recommendations from the, the speech, debate, and theater advisory about how to do that. But certainly there is room for Missouri schools if you would like to get involved and you've got kids who have an interest or might have an interest in theater. These events sometimes have 
a lot of students involved. To compare it to the sports side, you know, you have a few few teams that only a few kids can play. And so they're small teams and, you, you know, it, it provides an opportunity for participation, but it provides a small opportunity. And then you have teams where there's generally a no-cut policy. It's the more the merrier. Oftentimes football teams are this way, wrestling teams, those kinds of things, where you can really get a lot of bang for your buck. You get a lot of participation in students. The theater events are are kind of on that side. You can get a lot of participation among the students. They certainly are. And, and you know, one of the things that I can speak to from the advisory committee is they are seeking avenues to grow the activity and to get more schools involved and more students. You know, as you mentioned, we're currently in one class, but there is a, certainly a goal to achieve multiple class structure within the theater realm of that. And we hope to see more schools, both small and large, get involved in those theater components because the co-curricular benefits of students and the opportunities to intertwine both the academic piece as well as the extracurricular interscholastic piece certainly exists in, in the theater world. Yeah, we offer a lot of opportunities for schools to offer those opportunities. And it's great when a a group of directors and coaches are trying to grow their sport or activity. Marty, we often, at most of our championships, we give awards from MISHA. One we refer to as the DSA. It's actually Distinguished Service Award. Also, there is an outstanding educator that's given at the speech debate and theater championships. You want to talk about those two awards this year? Certainly. Scott Jensen was our Misha DSA award winner. Scott is at Webster University, has played an integral role with our hired judge component in helping us recruit judges from all over the state to come in and, and judge the state championships. And certainly we recognized him for his efforts and his contributions to the Misha Championships in speech, debate, and theater. This year, for the first time ever, the Outstanding Educator Award, given in conjunction with the NFHS and Misha office, went to two individuals. It has previously just been one award. This year, it was broken into two awards, and Ben Jewell from Lee Summit North received the Speech and Debate Award, and then Todd Schnacke from Ray Peck received the Theater Award. So both individuals recognized as outstanding educators by Misha and the NFHS, and certainly they have a legacy, both of those individuals themselves, and and the number of students that they impact in their programs is, is just outstanding. As we near the end of this conversation, wrapping up the speech, debate, and theater championships in Missouri, I want to share just one experience I had. I was only able to to attend on Saturday. It was a Thursday, Friday, Saturday event. I saw a few performances. I got to kind of watch students in their element there. And then the awards ceremony, which is very well done. And kudos to both of you for making an event that celebrates what these coaches and and directors and students are doing. But there was one award winner, and you set this up so that your, your finalists, you have eight finalists in every category, your finalists all come to the stage, and then they announce them in order of place, eight you know, eight down to one. And so there's a little bit of suspense. As your name continues to not be called, you know, hey, I did better than this person. And so we had one student in original oratory who I happened to be kind of sitting on a step 
in the theater with my my daughter, my seven-year-old daughter, and we happened to be sitting behind this group of kids. And so when the finalists were called up for original oratory, this young man stands up and goes to the stage, and it becomes very apparent to anybody who could see him walk that he was not fully able-bodied. He was able to get to the stage, but he certainly had some physical challenges. And he gets on the stage, and as they're naming the eighth, the seventh, you start to get down, he's in the top three, and you can just see on his face, you know, he would have been just thrilled with any number. But the number that came out was champion, the first place. He was the state champion in original oratory. And on that day, there was no more kind of transparent look of glee and gratitude and humility. It was the coolest, cool, it was the coolest thing to see. As I said, my daughter and I were sitting behind his friends from his school. They were just as excited for him. And it was just a, it was just an awesome moment. It probably, I don't, I don't know him. I don't know his situation, but Everybody in the place, I think, was pretty happy for that. You know, what an emotional moment. And, and with each of these winners, it's certainly an emotional moment. And, and that's one of the things that I truly cherish about the award ceremony of speech, debate, and theater championships is really neat to get all of those kids into that theater and watch them cheer each other's success. And, you know, you talk about the true meaning of sportsmanship and citizenship and, and just that cooperative spirit and wanting to see the best in everybody and, and really celebration of everyone's success. That award ceremony certainly represents that philosophy, and it's so overwhelmingly emotional. You know, when you get to be in there and you sit there and you watch it and you listen to it and you see those individuals, I think the other thing that's you know, here at Mesha, we certainly celebrate the athletic achievements, but I think one of the great things about speech, debate, and theater is, like many of our activities, this provides an element for students who are the non-traditional athletic individuals to really be in the limelight and, and be recognized and, and celebrated for their successes and for their skills. Yeah. That is one of the great things of, about this activity. And, and I know I'm a little jaded because the, the rumor is I was picked up on the way to a speech and debate tournament when I was born. <laughs> but the, the camaraderie that, that exists between students from all over the state, the, the speech and debate season encompasses goes from October all the way through April. And so these students are seeing each other a lot throughout the school year and the bonds that can be made. You may not be the standout student at your school, but on any given Friday, Saturday, you're one of the most popular kids at, at a tournament and, and you have so many other friends and, and to have moments like we, we had with Levi and all of those students in that room, it, it is very heartwarming to, to see the camaraderie that exists between everyone there and, and the cheering for you know, it, it may be your rival school, and, and you really don't like people from that school, but you like that person. Right. And, and, you know, Jason, you talk about that camaraderie that certainly exists in speech and debate and theater, but I would also highlight the fact that it's truly a competition, and they're there, and it's competitive. Uh, as evident, we, we have a due process component with the grievance committee, and we had to utilize the grievance committee in this year's championships on on multiple occasions. And, you know, so... To talk about that camaraderie and to talk about that emotional, exhilarating feeling that's really awesome 
that everyone's there celebrating each other's successes, and yet they're competitive when they get into that activity. <laughs> you know, by all means, just like any of our athletic competitions, it's true competition. Yeah, which makes the ceremony more special because you know that it went through a rigorous process, including due process and a grievance committee like you you talk about, and it went through quite a bit. If you're named a state champion, it was well vetted, (laughs) if you could (laughs) say that. So, Well, I want to thank both of you for the work you did in preparing for the championships this year and every year, and thank you for, for sitting with us and helping our listeners understand what happened this year at our speech, debate, and theater championships. Well, thank you for having us on. And certainly those schools that aren't involved, we would encourage you to get involved. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you. This is Dr. Jennifer Ruckstead, the Executive Director of the Missouri State High School Activities Association. Thank you for listening to the Misha All Access podcast and having an interest in Missouri high school activities and athletics. If you enjoyed today's episode of the Misha All Access podcast or any of the episodes in this podcast, please consider subscribing or liking with your favorite podcast provider. It helps other people find us, and we really appreciate you listening and supporting the Missouri State High School Activities Association.